0: Episode
1: 125 Oof Oof (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The beginning of Fuck it all month Uh hey yeah
2: Who gives a shit Yeah get fucked month
1: We're all gonna die anyway Who gives a fuck right We're all gonna die anyway (laughs) month It's all all bullshit What's what's with today
2: today month
1: so we're just picking whatever kind of movies we want this month. Not Yay. necessarily action movies. Although John went ahead and picked pretty much an action movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't mean to. Uh, we watched uh, Way of the Gun this week. One of my all-time favorite movies. Um, a movie that's really, really... I don't have a lot of movies that I, I would consider... Like, I have a lot of movies I love. Um, but I wouldn't have a lot of movies that are necessarily close to my heart. That I like... I, I-, I don't know that like have a special place to me. And this movie definitely represents a time and place in my life uh, of like incredibly strong memories um, of the first time I watched it. And uh, yeah, I was, I was looking for an excuse to watch it again. So, so I picked it. I I didn't remember if it would fall under action movies or not, um, to be honest. When
2: did it come out? 2000. 2000. It's very much of, the time you think so i it's, think it's, well, in some ways yeah in some in, in, ways. in in memory i guess All like right, well, you're let's get, saying
0: let's get into that in mm-hmm. a second before we uh before we jump into the film um i'm john with me as always is james and dustin <laughs> hey <Hi. laughs>
1: james uh, yeah yep, that's
0: me Anything you guys want to uh recommend or i always ask this and I beg for it Anything you want to say stay away from This mm.
2: week
1: Stay away from that COVID
2: Yeah that COVID Very timely bitch. Dustin <laughs> Very timely
1: um, You know you're just having a message. James come on what'd you watch
2: Yeah I watched um, Nothing What um, Yeah I, I, I don't know The week got away from me Didn't watch anything um,
1: what are you like yeah. wasting time with your children or something?
2: Aren't you on <laughs> call? Yeah, pretty much. Aren't you on call right now? I am on call right now. So you
0: could leave at any second.
2: I could. Yeah. Oh my god, we better bang this out.
1: Well, Let's bang this bitch it. the fuck out! <laughs> Come on, LP. Well, okay, I got a couple things then. So you got all right, all right, all right. Uh, I watched uh, Underwater. This new. Kristen stewart uh movie have you guys
2: seen this have you heard about this <laughs> is that the is that the mermaid thing
1: <laughs> no it's not a mermaid thing it's oh, like a, i have no idea it's kind of like abyss it, like the james cameron yeah. movie abyss it's like a bunch of people working at an underwater deep drilling station
2: oh um, yeah with that guy from uh that show <laughs>
1: Good the, yeah. from T.J. Yeah. Um, Miller is in it. If that's yeah, who you're that, of that guy who I thought was canceled, but apparently not. He's he, in this film. He's gone. He's back. Apparently, he's in this movie. It just came oh, out. Good
0: for good for him.
1: I wonder what he did to get out of jail. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's kind of like abyss. These people are working at an underwater facility, a drilling thing. It's like a huge, you know, kind of futuristic. uh, And then something goes wrong with the with the level of the station that they're on Kristen Stewart's your main character she's like an engineer and water starts like coming in the walls are collapsing so they have to like the handful of them that are still alive on that level have to like find a way to get to another section of the of the underwater base and they have to put on these big suits and kind of trudge across the seafloor sort of thing, and then they end up encountering these creatures that were unleashed when the drilling went too deep into the...
2: Are they werewolves or vampires?
1: (laughs) They're some kind of Cthulhu-esque water creatures.
2: Oh, cool. So is it like um, the Meg?
1: I think I had more fun watching this than the Meg. Although I wouldn't say that go so far as to say this is a good movie by any means. It's not very original or anything. Right. But but there are aspects that are fairly well done. Um, So it was okay. It wasn't wasn't bad. wasn't particularly great. How's that, John? For uh, not recommend. (laughs) It's it's like a middle ground. Pretty good. (laughs) You could do worse, I guess. Uh, I'm happy with it. But I've also been watching this new FX Hulu show called... Devs? Dave. I tried oh, Devs. Dave. Couldn't do it. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Have you
0: heard of it? No. Is that the one... Is that the Little Dicky show? Little Dicky, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I've, heard it's,
0: I've heard it's really funny.
1: It's fucking great. <laughs> I've watched, uh, I think, seven episodes. Um, it's really funny. It's smartly done. It's almost kind of like... If Curb Your Enthusiasm was about a neurotic white rapper guy trying to be a a famous rapper. Um, But it has some heart to it as well. So Uh, I'm really liking that. I think you would like that show a lot, John. James, you'd probably like it too, I think. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, you won't have time to watch it. But John, you should watch it (laughs) now.
0: Do you know who makes that show? Who wrote it?
1: I think he writes it himself. Lil Dicky. Dave is his actual name He stars in it Writes it I know So when I started watching it I didn't know that he was an actual Rapper I just thought it was a funny show About a guy who wanted to be a rapper But apparently he is actually like An actual rapper guy
0: So that's everything That's what you got You. That's what you're recommending And not recommending this week
1: Yeah I would say watch Dave And only watch Underwater If you're really bored so, I'm going to come out. Um, the show Dave, I believe, was created by...
0: Uh, was a, at least co-created or written by uh, Jeff Schaefer. Oh, yeah? He's one of the creators of The League. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I'm just like an IMDb here trying to like... Just to make sure, but he's also involved in a show... He's a producer... Okay, so he's the executive producer of a show called Bruise Brothers, which is uh, a new new Netflix show, which is one of the most fucking biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Bruise Brothers? Like, are are we talking
1: brews as in beers? Brews.
0: B-R-E-W-S, as in, like, beers. Okay. This show fucking sucks so bad. (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. What, what watched, tell me why?
0: I oh it's just not funny. It's just like cringe It's pathetically written. It's just so un it's just so bad. I, I don't know what to say other than that. Like it's just so bad.
1: So is it just um, uh trying to like cash in on the craft beer thing and do like a comedy show about that or what is I, it about?
0: I guess so. So it's about uh, it's about a guy who owns a craft brewery and the brewery's going to go under. His brother shows up. Um, they used to brew when they were like teenagers together <laughs> and they won a bunch of awards. Like, I mean like young, like maybe 12 and 13. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And they are you know, not you know, they, they separated and um, they went their different ways, and they hate each other, but they need each other now, and they're going to resurrect this brewery. I'm probably going to watch the entire show. Like, every...
2: <laughs>
0: just am going to watch it's, it? it. Just, gonna it's hate, like... I'm going to hate watch it, yeah. <laughs> it's like,
2: two brothers that hate each other have to come together to save a brewery that's about to go under. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it's like the, just the lamest
0: joke, like, the most try hard the league style oh okay but fall short jokes like imagine if you took the league and then you put a bunch of people in it that sucked I'm not gonna blame anybody no because (laughs) the people in it might be amazing like it's not their fault like
2: Um, so like big bang theory (laughs) yeah yeah so it's gonna be super successful it's that funny (laughs) it's that funny
1: if not less funny (laughs) Wow, less funny than Big Bang Theory. That's. Uh... Yeah.
0: Not a fan. Ouch. I really, really hate the show. So, like, Two and a Half Men? <laughs> I've never watched Two and a Half Men. I've, oh, honestly, man. Never, I've never watched the full episode of The Big so, Bang Theory.
1: When we were, the last night we were in England on our trip a little while back, uh, I was just like super tired and I was like, just flopped on the couch at the Airbnb, turned on the I'm TV. Like, the and only you're thing... like, just
0: <laughs> let me watch something that I love so I can have a little joy. <laughs> The only before thing trip on
1: tomorrow that's it was even like anything was fucking two and a half men, so I put it on. I'd never <laughs> watched an episode of it before. It was one of the ones after Charlie Sheen had already departed, I guess. So that Ashley oh, okay. on it instead. The coach. man, that is fucking brutal. Like I've seen Big Bang Theory before, and Big Bang Theory honestly next to this show is like a fucking masterpiece. Like it is so bad. Really? So there's my avoid. Don't go back and watch <laughs> Two and a Half Men. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! So my my two watch
0: is everybody stop what you're doing. Definitely don't finish this episode.
2: Go watch
0: <laughs> Better Call Saul.
2: Okay, gotta go. Let's end the podcast All right, right we're here. Signing off. I'm gonna go. I, I already watched
1: it. I can't sign off. That that show fucks so hard. <laughs> it's so good.
0: It's, uh, it's so good. Like I, 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 I don't even know what to. Say. Like I don't even you know how to. What you can compare it to, like you can compare it to Breaking Bad, I suppose, but they're so different. But I think it's actually possibly better.
1: I mean, I feel like towards the end of the show now, it's getting to be a bit more like Breaking Bad because we're getting to the point where those. Two are gonna meet sort of thing right but, like
0: man is it so you finished the season yeah like it's so like what do you what do you say other than just like it's so it's much good. it's
1: much must watch television in my opinion it's a,
0: it's, it's a masterpiece like it's a it's brilliant television yeah for sure it's it's the it's the peak of what TV can be in 20 in 2020. Like, I, I don't know how you can be better, honestly. Don't watch Bruise Brothers, watch Better Call Saul, and definitely watch what we watched this week, which is Way of the Gun. James, roll the trailer. What would you say qualifies you as a donor?
1: Um, I would say I am a fairly good looking man, physically fit, stable. I've never killed a man. A big burden. This one of those days!
0: For the record, I'll call myself Mr. Parker. My associate will be Mr. Longbow. At some point, it became clear to us that our path had been chosen, and we had nothing to offer the world. So we stepped off the path and went looking for the fortune that we knew was looking for us. And here was the thing. The longest distance between two points is a kidnapper and his money. But we were through jerking around. All right, so Way the Gun... uh came out in 2000, I don't know the month, I feel like it was September or something.
1: I don't remember, but I remember I saw it in the September. theater.
0: I saw this movie in the theater, so Dustin, you've seen this, you saw this in the theater as well?
1: Yeah, I did. Loved it. Yeah, what was I your experience?
0: Why did you go see this movie?
1: Oh, I don't know. It looked violent and cool and it had Benicio Del Toro in it, and, uh, so I went and saw it. I can't say I knew much about Christopher McQuarrie at the time, who wrote and directed it.
0: I knew Uh, that he had made uh, The Usual Suspects, and he wrote that. Yeah, he wrote it, yeah. When it came out. Yeah, it came out September 8th, 2000. Um, So I went and saw this movie with two friends of mine. Um, I won't say who they are, but um, one of them was suffering from some clinical depression stuff at the time. And the other one was very willing to just take pills. Uh, so one of my friends was on lithium and didn't want to take it anymore. And the other friend was like,
1: I'll I'll do some lithium.
0: (laughs) I'll take your lithium. And we went to the movies and, uh, me and the friend who didn't take the lithium, but was supposed to, uh, just fucking loved it we sat the entire thing and the other friend left about 15 20 minutes into the movie <laughs> and we found him outside in a corner huddled up
1: just rocking himself sweet sounds like a good time on that lithium yeah <laughs> wow and
0: i i, I love this movie i loved it i loved it i loved it the first time i saw it i told everyone about it and no one listened to me, and no one went and saw it. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like I was very representative of everyone who loved this movie at the time. Right. Uh, this was not a big hit. Uh, but it's it's a special place in my heart.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it was about... I guess, I don't know if how it was marketed at the time. It just wasn't a big deal. But, um, and I guess... You know, Ryan Felipe was still pretty early in his career at that point. Like, what did he? I mean, he was in Cruel Intentions and shit before, but
0: I'd um, say he was a pretty big star. He just wasn't.
1: He wasn't a mar- for- he wasn't marquee. He wasn't like putting asses in seats. But he's never been. Yeah.
0: So if you if you go back, I mean, pff, 1994 episode of Matlock. <laughs> uh, we also got Due South that year. He's in Crimson Tide, White Squall. Oh, Crimson Tide, White Squall. Um, Invader, Crimson Tide. Got any other colorways? I think his big, big movie, like his breakout film was 1997's I Know We Did Last Summer, another movie I saw in the theater. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> We've got Homegrown, 54, Playing by Heart, 99's Cruel Intentions. Uh a movie called Company Man. That I I don't know, and then Way of the Gun, in two thousand. Um, I think this was the movie where he was trying to distinguish himself as an actor, serious just... a
1: serious guy, not just a pretty face.
0: Yeah, I listened to part of. I tried to listen to as much of the um, commentary, which i never have done for a movie we've we've recorded oh, wow. uh, before. Um, so I started to listen to that, and and that's pretty much the way that. He came to Christian McQuarrie was like, "I want to make this movie. I want to be an actor. Like I'm, a, I'm not just a." He
1: was. He wanted to take the Johnny Depp route.
0: Yeah, he 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 wanted to be a serious actor. He wanted to be respected, and this was not uh, the f- person that w- the movie was written for. But he wore him down, and he ended up becoming, you know, he got he got the the. Oh, the did role. they
1: did they say who it was originally going to be? They never did. No. Because I'd, I'd be interested to hear that. I be really because, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't think he's bad, but I, I definitely think he's one of the weaker parts of the movie. To be, to be oh, honest,
0: really? I, lo- I, I love him in in this role. I really yeah. do. I love I love the way because like, this this weird affectation he puts on his voice, like I maybe that's just the way he talks. I don't know. I I I bought him completely.
1: Um, I always have in the past, but I mean, I've watched this movie a bunch of times. Um, but for some reason, watching it last night, I was like, eh, he's not the strongest part of this movie. Because everyone else's performances are pretty flawless. Like, Vinicio Del Toro is the coolest motherfucker alive in this movie. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, like, the coolest breeze. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then, fucking, I, between him and James Caan, I don't know who's fucking cooler. Like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, James Caan huh. kills it. Um, I'll give That's you a so little bit rad <laughs> of, I'll give you a little insight into as much of the commentary as I could watch beforehand. So I get the sense that Benicio del Toro pretty much didn't necessarily co write this movie, but definitely came up with a lot of the concepts. Oh yeah. And and pushed Christopher McQuarrie like in the direction. Um hmm. I guess he came Benicio, uh, I shouldn't say his first name. I should say Mr. Del Toro. Um, <laughs> he's the coolest guy in the world. Like I, uh, he 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 pretty much was like, like, make a crime movie, make a crime movie, and he and so uh, Macquarie was like, if I'm gonna make a crime movie, I'm gonna make a crime movie about like legit uh, criminals, like yeah, unsympathetic. Criminals. Yeah. So that's so that's what he did.
1: Yeah, he definitely did. I mean, um, I think the movie starts. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I totally used to love this opening stuff in the movie. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's totally great now. Um, I think Sarah so, well, Silverman just, in the opening scene is amazing. Like so her performance, is, but
0: this is comes out of the idea of. Um, Him and his friend, who I think either co-wrote the movie or, like, is his producing partner, um, they used to go to the park, I believe, and they would play play with their dogs, and people would play frisbee golf, and there was a lot of tension between the, like, the two groups. So it came out of an idea of, like, if we got into a physical altercation with these guys, Mm -hmm. what would we do? And And the idea was... they punched the women. Well, that's what they did. They're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to punch the women, the girlfriends and the wives, because we're definitely going to lose this fight. (laughs) But regardless, they're going to have to go home to that and deal with the consequences of that. So that was it. It was like, you might have punched us, but... Like if you didn't have punched us, then we wouldn't have punched your girlfriends, and then
2: right. you wouldn't yeah,
0: have had a problem. Which I think it's not stupid. Yeah,
2: I think it's still I think it's still funny in the context of when it came out. I mean, I can still appreciate that scene.
1: Yeah, no, I the scene it, is executed well. It's just that watching it now is a little weird. Like, like uh, I when I was younger, problem... I I symp- I did sympathize with Longbow and Parker because they were somewhat misanthropic right and then you get the scene with them being interviewed about their semen donations and you know they say some shit there too where it's like okay like he's really hammering home this like these guys you know pc shit is for idiots and and stuff like that Um, oh i didn't didn't get that i i think that for the for the stuff with um
0: at the, the opening scene i think that the stuff that's more cringeworthy is what sarah silverman says not, um. her, not the guys punching her. It's more what she says. That's That I find cringeworthy. Like, you bunch of fucking baby fuckers, <laughs> retarded.
1: That part to me is still funny because like, she's, like, getting more... herself so worked up oh. that she's saying, like, so that nonsense stuff's, that stuff's shit.
0: More... No, that stuff's more cringeworthy to me than, like, them punching the girl, like, her. Like, fuck. fuck you, well, I'm not even talking about just,
1: like punching her or whatever i just mean like the whole vibe of the scene but let's move past that that beginning Uh, stuff
2: i think the i think the whole scene works personally but
0: this is james's favorite scene in any movie ever yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is is
2: a scene that that stand to me i i talk about the scene to people and i'm like this scene is so great one of the best opening scenes
0: (laughs) this is the only time that i've ever watched james I Sat beside him and he said every word To the scene (laughs) As if he was in it And then he he turns to me and he goes
1: One day one Yeah one One day day. If only One day But yeah so basically we're introduced to them and they're just like Yeah they're like weird misanthropes They're on the fringe of society They're just looking for a score Basically to take They're just
0: criminals They're just like
1: fucking scumbags they're like, they're like low lives yeah
0: well isn't it it shows them driving they're, they're like changing seats while they're driving and they're pissing in jugs and pouring them out the window
2: like <laughs> they're just scumbags they're just scumbags. Sure.
0: Hey, but here's the thing as a person who drives down a road where a lot of fucking truckers drive at least they pour the piss out the window <laughs> instead of pissing into jugs and throwing them out the window Ugh. Which is like I see every fucking day. So you know, good on them. Um,
1: yeah. Well the thing one of the things I like about this movie a lot is that um, everyone is fucking smart. Like there aren't really any dumbasses in the movie. Like the co- Parker the... and Lung Bao are fucking smart as shit. The the security guys played by Tay Diggs and are and podcast favorite. Uh what Nikki Katz. Kat. <laughs> um you know, and then James Kahn, his character, like Juliet Lewis. Like nobody is like a nobody's dumb. Everyone is like operating at a high level.
0: I think the dumbest person in this movie is uh
1: probably the the
0: is it Scott uh Hal Chittick?
1: Hale, Hale Chittick.
0: Yeah, so it's probably the guy who's like the fucking hires
1: them, and the doctor. The doctor does come off as a bit of a dumbass. At the times. doctor's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's just like a punching but... bag. Everybody's like shoving him around, slapping him, yeah, choking I mean, him. That's his role, right? Yeah. Dylan Cusman, like this guy's a fucking moron. Well, I don't know if he's supposed to be a moron. He's just he's just the guy that's getting tread on by by I think everybody.
0: He, I, I you're right. I I think he's not a moron. I think he's pathetic.
1: Right. Like he's um,
0: pathetic. Oh, he! I'm looking at his uh, his uh, his movies. He big Clint Eastwood guy. Oh yeah. Richard Jewell, The
1: Mule. <laughs> Richard Jewell, The Mule. <laughs> 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 now that's a movie.
0: Yeah. So, it start. It starts out like it, I think it's a it's a movie that's not. it's it, it sets a tone that I don't think a lot of people were willing to just get behind.
1: Yeah, it has a its own fairly unique tone the whole through the whole movie. Like it's it's a pretty serious movie, a quiet quiet movie. Like there's a lot of exchanges that happen more um between the performances of the actors than, than happen necessarily with what they say to each other. Like there's a lot communicated through looks. And uh, Through
0: hand movements, through yeah. gestures, um, and we're gonna get into this more. But like, like we can kind of jump ahead. So pretty much the premise of the film. Oh, I sh- I have to read my thing, don't I? Isn't that how we read start the premise? Read it. Two thousands away of the gun. Two criminal drifters without sympathy get more than they bargained for after kidnapping and holding for ransom the surrogate mother of a powerful and shady man.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty
0: good, sit- like little, tight little.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so they just kind of overhear this information, and, and then they. Well, no, they gonna... go.
0: They, they talk about. There's an, there's a uh, a voiceover um, that Ryan Felipe gives about like how to make money, and like th- he's kind of like throughout the the movie narrating how scummy they are.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, he's the more. Um, he's the one you can sympathize with a little more. Like he's the more, I don't know. I don't he's want to say younger?
0: Human. I'd say he's younger. He's less jaded. He, he just doesn't, like there's multiple points throughout the film where it show, like, it shows that, um, he just doesn't know as much. He's not, well, he's, as, he
1: seems a little more affected and he seems a little more emotional about what they're doing and what's going on. than Benicio, who seems a little bit more able to, not really give a shit Right
2: Yeah he Well I think really he d- says At one point Like he was a bag man Just like Doesn't he say that
1: Benicio does yeah When he's, when yeah. he's talking To James Caan Yeah
0: Yeah so like they're, These guys are gonna Kidnap a pregnant chick Who's a surrogate For an incredibly rich guy Who has Deep connections To Dirty money And a very Cunty wife
1: um, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, she sort of doesn't. Movie. She
1: doesn't have a ton of scenes in the movie, but uh, even she does like an outstanding job in her small scenes. Like the scene where she is eating the shrimp while watching oh, she, <laughs> oh, yeah. the baby video.
2: He kills
1: it. Um, Everybody in this movie, it's like an ice queen. brings their A game. Yeah, Tay Diggs is so fucking good as just like this cold, like emotionless killer in this.
0: Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure that's Tay Diggs. I just said that. No, I'm pretty sure that just is. Oh, you, you think Taye that's who Diggs is? is? Oh, well, <laughs>
1: yeah. I guess he played a bit of a similar role in Equilibrium, which we talked about on this
0: very
2: very this similar. podcast. Of course, he even was, even his death in this movie is very just cold. He just
1: <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of blinking while he's bleeding out. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think
0: Tay Diggs is like the most villainous of everybody in the film.
1: Yes, I agree, um,
0: like Nikki Cat is like he just has he seems to have a bit more of a soul.
1: I don't know if he does he's he, well, seems, like, he seems like he seems like an evil scumbag too he, well, I think he's just like, as evil, but
0: let's go through some of these scenes, so uh, we've got the the you know the opening scenes blah 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 blah, uh, but then we got like the actual first like really cool action sequence um where they kidnap Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Who even said Juliette Lewis is in this movie and she fucking kills it.
1: As always, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and they kidnap Juliette Lewis. And uh, so if you watch this movie, and I remember watching this at the time, and then when I watched the the, the director, I've watched the director's commentary more than once. Um, I, it's just been a really, really long time. But um, uh, McQuarrie's brother was a navy seal i believe okay so like everybody went through like incredibly extensive gun
1: training i mean everyone looks like they know what they're doing right with their and then but somehow somehow benicio still looks the coolest when he's holding his guns oh (laughs) he does
2: but they
0: they go through these moments where like uh this is such a hard movie to talk about and like
2: like very it, tactical, like yes, how they, tactical, m- yeah, how they are in that lobby and then they decide to actually back out of it, and then they tactically one moves while the other one holds the gun on the. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's also about like the way they hold their weapon, and this is something that this movie taught me like back in two thousand, which is like
2: how to hold watch... a gun.
0: <laughs> well, when you when you watch a an, an actor hold a gun, and you watch where their finger is. Mm-hmm. So if you watch like the the actor's fingers move from being on the trigger to off the trigger depending on like how they're pointing it and who they're pointing it at so like like they they hold the, the their finger on the trigger only when they're willing to shoot right so when when which is, what, is which
1: is you know what you learn right away if, when you're shooting guns is you only put your finger on the trigger when you're ready to fire. Like Yeah,
0: but they, they use this in really subtle ways where, like, Ryan Felipe is not holding the trigger at points when he's pointing at uh, Juliette Lewis. Right. Because he's not willing to... He's not ready to shoot her, right? Mm. Like, it, it's just, like, these little subtleties. And if you, if you watch them, it's really interesting.
1: Um... The whole scene is awesome and, and tense and everything. And, uh, you know, you get the shootout outside, but then you get the cool little weird car, the slowest car chase in history when they're going through those alleys. And yeah. Like, so this yeah. is
0: apparently uh, Benicio del Toro brought this to him and was like, hey, I saw this thing on Cops. Oh, yeah. Where these where these guys like jumped out of their car and then jump back in
1: like left it in neutral rolling
0: something. And then that's how they came up with this scene.
1: Yeah. It
2: was pretty, it's a pretty good scene. I mean, the whole thing is very Western like, right? Oh yeah. Very
1: western. That, it's absolutely that's a really western. good point. Especially yeah. once you get to the final sequence, but yeah, the whole thing is meant to have a Western vibe for sure. I mean, the music alone too, with like the, the clapping, you know, like there's these yeah. shell clapping things or whatever. Um, it's definitely meant to have a spaghetti Western vibe going well, on.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, the main character, their names are Butch Cassidy and uh, it's a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kids. Is their real names?
1: Oh, really? Is that what this Yeah, Is that what they're named after?
2: Yeah, that's oh. what they're named after. Also, the brothel, sense. the brothel at the end is the same set as the shootout at Oh. In Butch Cassidy
1: Did not know that That's cool That's crazy Yeah Well it's
0: it's so much Because like, it, it, at the beginning Of the film You feel they have A Butch Cassidy Kind of vibe Right Like mm. well, these guys Are destined to die Like They're destined to die But Mark they explorer. They leave it And even in the end Of the movie Well they leave it Kind they, of
1: like Yeah they don't really Die at the end They're just fucked, they, All fucked up But they do die
0: Like they well, die. I don't. I don't want them to. In my head, they're not. But in my head, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid aren't dead.
1: I'm going to give you know these I mean? guys a little more credit and say that they they might survive that situation. They were left. They're left for dead.
0: Yeah, you're right. But there's this. Yeah, I uh,
1: want
0: yeah, them to I mean, be alive. I want these characters to be alive. <laughs> but I want Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid to be alive. Right. I wish they were my dads. <laughs> huh.
1: Interesting. <laughs> uh, but the, car, this the little again. car chase where they're rolling through the alleys, and they like they get out of the car, and the car's still rolling. And, of course, so then the security guys, the bodyguards, they get out of their car, and they're moving ahead. And then once you know get to a certain spot, those guys jump in their car and take off, and those guys have to then run back to their car. Yeah, yeah
0: super smart. I like the scene, if we were to j- jump back a couple minutes, when... Um, uh, uh, Felipe and uh, Benicio del Torres are are playing cards for fake mm-hmm. on the roof of their of the hood of the car. Yeah, yeah. Like I love all of that shit. Like Benicio del Toro is the master of just like doing mundane things in the absolute coolest fashion.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know I don't, mean? I don't know how to explain how fucking cool he is in this movie. It's just, like off the it's, charts. It's impossible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, totally impossible. It's
0: totally impossible to explain just like this guy is just on another, a complete other level. But then there's this like this thing where where Tay Diggs does that like behind, like he looks back without looking back. Mm. Where he's supposed to be a, you know, he's supposed to be on the same level pretty much as Benicio, but he just isn't like it's just, it's not quite as natural. It's not quite as like slick it's more mechanical
2: well it's more like benicio del Toro is like he's just he's more natural and like from the streets in a sense of like his coolness he knows all these tricks and stuff where the other guy is just more a very trained professional he's gotten this way through very cold training Mm -hmm. i get
0: it i think cold is the best way to put it yeah. Like one is natural, one is cool, and like this jumps up in a couple scenes. So like, they they do this whole scene where they where they kidnap uh,
1: Juliet Lewis. Yeah, but what's her name? I want to use her real name. Um, does it even say her name in the? Oh yeah, um, it does.
0: Anyway, they they kidnap Juliet Lewis, uh, and then they they kind of go on the on the run there. And it shows the scene where Robin, Robin,
1: yeah, Robin, right.
0: Yeah. So then it comes to the scene where they're like they're at the at the gas station to jump ahead. Mm-hmm. And he's like in the gas station, Benicio,
1: and he's like stealing shit. Okay, so this scene, that, yeah, that whole scene is so good because nothing it's is so said. Like everything is just done through the performances and so like he this girl thinks he's cool this like teenage girl working at the gas station next thing we know we cut to she. he's convinced her to like let him use the VCR to watch the tape but he's so implied, lighting a, lighting two smokes at once and sharing one with her and she's like oh this guy's so cool <laughs> but there's
0: stuff that's implied even underneath that where he's like sees the he sees the VCR mm-hmm. right and then he puts the like, it cuts to like him putting the tape in. And, like, you buy every single thing. And well, he lights se- the smokes <laughs> and yeah, passes. Yeah. Like, it's just so... Na- everything's so natural.
1: That scene's a good mm-hmm. microcosm of what I was talking about earlier, about how much is conveyed without actually speaking in the movie. Um, and that's just, like, an excellent example of what Macquarie's able to get across without having to have a whole bunch of expositional dialogue because in in another movie you know even something like the little car scene where they're doing the rolling the cars in neutral i feel like they'd have dialogue where the characters were trying to explain what was happening or what they're doing yeah. instead of just expecting you you as an audience member to yeah, to figure like just, figure it like, yeah, like, like, out right
0: yeah instead of just like bum 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 <laughs> like what a bump, bum bump. Like it's just like everything just kind of goes, and I think that part of the reason I don't know, I'm just guessing that people didn't like this movie is because things aren't necessarily explained right away, where like it could be boring. But if you're just paying attention yeah. to like the body, like the body movement of everybody, like like how everybody's acting and how they interact with each other, there's it, it, so it,
1: many exchanges between Ryan Felipe and Benicio del Toro that are nothing to do with dialogue whatsoever. Like there's no the conversation, movie. Oh, yeah. even yeah.
0: like there's just or like they say something that has that means nothing, but actually is just like it's like they're speaking in code.
1: Yeah, like, there's a subtext, like, when they're playing the game of hearts in the hotel room. Like, there's a subtext to everything that they're...
0: It's pretty heavy-handed.
1: You think so? I don't know. I'd say so. I like
0: it. I still... I I love it.
1: I don't think it is, when you think about a regular movie. Like, I mean, that might be one of the more pointed parts of dialogue in the movie, but there's so little to begin with that you need some of that stuff to kind of string through throughout. But...
0: Uh, I like yeah I and mean, we're jumping all around here but the scene when they're at the um at the uh truck stop and the doctor shows up. Mhm. Like, mm-hmm. I just love how Benicio like sneaks out of the back between the, the and like gets
1: a, I, I don't know. I No, no, that's the thing. Like you're describing a bunch of scenes where it's just like yeah, but like it's just so cool the way it's done on screen. It's well, kind of like heat is in a so way cool. where, where everything is tactical and everything is just done in a, in a stylistic manner where you're watching it, that you're like, this is entrancing to me, even though it's not like an action scene or anything. It's just,
2: sorry, yeah, James, I mean, what I, were you going to say? I feel like the, um, this movie has a lot of scenes where it's, uh, it's very visual and it has nothing to do with talking. There's no talking, and it's just the sounds, like the gunfight at the beginning. It's just yeah. it's complete silence, yeah, and the right. piercing of the gunshots. Mm-hmm. It just it, it makes it so tense. And then the, the car scene, the, the chase, where it's just the rolling of the car and then, mm-hmm. like, their, their feet out the door. They're, like, you know, they're on they're the like ground. Fred
1: Flintstoning the car. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. And, like, and then the, the truck stop in between the vehicles. It's just the rumble of the truck. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I think
0: you've really touched on something so important that this movie does. It's, like, this movie almost slows everything down. Where, like, I feel like I got to actually watch and, like, sense all this different stuff, like you're saying. Like, the sound design is so crazy. And, like, the the movements of the actors, like, in these action sequences is, like, so um, intentional upon... Not because it's, like, choreographed, but it's, like, I believe that these people are moving this way. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I thought so much more about every little aspect of this film like in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we watch these movies and we see it and it's like, oh yeah, okay, so this person's obviously doing this and then it cuts to like a stunt double or like, yeah. it's kind of it, it's kind of like cookie cutter and boring. Where for this it feels more like I'm watching all of these people actually doing all these things. And they all look believable.
1: Yeah, and they and also the manage to make... And design
0: is believable.
1: And mundane things are, made, are, are interesting because of the way that they're being filmed and performed, right?
0: Yeah, like, right. I want to talk about the scene where the doctor shows up. So, uh, Del Toro, like, grabs the doctor and brings him into the van, right?
1: Pats him down.
0: He sees the gun in the bag. Mm-hmm. Okay? But he doesn't grab the gun. No. He throws, he throws the gun... In the bag, onto the ground To let um, Into
1: the van or whatever
0: Into the van, yeah, <laughs> to let fucking uh, uh, Ryan Felipe uh, Was it, Parker Like, he's like, he's it's like he's Testing Parker
1: Yeah, there's like a bit of a testing But he's also like looking at it, like Looking at him like It's, al- it's also almost, I think, just so that he can teach The doctor the lesson, like you don't, this is what happens if you fuck with us kind of thing like you're gonna get you're gonna get pistol whipped yeah, um, yeah yeah
0: yeah and like and that's the thing it's like they're all playing games against each other and even like a really like like w- with, with with long bow and and parker like they're they're pushing each other like in different directions
1: yeah for sure and
0: and like the 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 gun, like you think this is the sorry the gun, sorry, the, the phone.
1: They had that conversation before that about you said he was Longbow is telling him you're too trusting of people. Yeah. So then he's you know, the doc the lesson is, oh the doctor, you know, is sneaky and he brought a gun with him in the bag. <laughs> like
0: And then it's a the question mm-hmm. of like, okay, so you find the you find the gun. What are you gonna do if you find the gun? And then Parker like smashes him in the face. Mm-hmm. Right, but then uh, the the uh, the doctor passes the uh, the cell phone, right?
1: Yeah, or the beeper or whatever it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but then he they know it's there.
1: Yeah, yeah, because right when he's sending the doctor back to give the ransom demand, he yeah. g- gives it back. He's got you got a number for this thing? Yeah. Don't yeah. say what me he she who. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um there's just it's just so oh fuck, it's so good I mean I don't know how a, to express there's another this. hilarious
1: part too and then Ryan Felipe kind of wants to to leave her there and just like take off and forget the whole thing because he feels bad that she, they've kidnapped this pregnant woman and yeah. then Benicia's like well we can't just leave her out here in the desert and this is he's like she's not alone there's the guys hanging out behind the Behind the building yeah. over there this is oh the, <laughs> the guy that's following them the, Yeah the guy that James Conn left his buddy there Which by the yeah, way we haven't even talked about that character Who is a hilarious oh, just side character
0: So fucking funny who the we suicidal meet, Yeah we assassin. meet in this scene where
1: he is like About to play Russian roulette uh, by himself At his house
0: And a way that I've never
1: It's just so heard deadpan of, like, before. are you busy? And he's like nah
0: no, he's got like six guns with yeah. one bullet in each, and he's pulling them out of a um,
1: pillow a, sack, a, a yeah, pillowcase.
0: Pillow yeah, and pillows. And he's just like
1: shooting himself in the head. He's about to try to kill himself, and then <laughs> you yeah, know he gets roped into doing this favor. But just he get just, roped
0: in, though. He's just like
1: no, he's willing to do it, but like roped in implies just, like, some yeah, type whatever. of
0: like co, co,
2: like you know, co. Coersion? <laughs> Co- coercion? coercion coercion, Well, and it shows that he's like the last person on the list. Yeah, who, he's
1: like a he list of people he's gone through. Yeah. But man, we haven't talked enough about James Caan. When he goes to the fucking police station to pick up Nikki Cat and yeah. Tay Diggs, just like all his interactions are fucking gold.
0: So yeah, from apparent from what I heard, it I remember from the uh, the commentary. Apparently, James Conn came to set. Uh, he had a friend who had been shot; had a bullet in him. Yeah, and that's how he walked, or something like that.
1: Oh, so he so was like, em, he was emulating his friend's sort was, of stiff movements yeah, and stuff.
0: He 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 that and that's what it was. Like that was all intentional. Like none hmm. of that was by accident. He well, I absolutely bag. buy
1: him in this role. Like. As the guy, you know, as the adjudicator.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking James Caan. Yeah, and
1: like, I mean, at this time of his career, I don't think he was doing a lot of good stuff, too. So this is a nice sort of late era role for him.
0: He's just, a, he's he's one of the best. Like, I don't think he's appreciated as much as he should be.
1: Yeah, as true. As just,
0: like, one of the straight up, like, greatest tough guys of all time in, in, in film history.
1: Um, did you ever watch Thief, John, with James Caan, yes. Michael Michael Mann movie? Man, yeah, that is fucking great.
0: Yeah, he's he's a pretty amazing, pretty amazing actor. That it he, he I, I don't think people talk about him enough. I don't think that he, uh, he was called was kind of a um, secondary character. It, he wasn't often a, a leading
1: role. Yeah, or a okay. villain, or no. Yeah. He like, just
0: had he, he just did his He's just great
1: Um And then So then we get the shootout In the In the desert there At the At the hotel Because Yeah the
0: Mexican standoff
1: Yeah cause she Yeah she has the shotgun Cause they left the room there And that's another one of those Little tests there That you see between Parker and Longbow Where he's like Tells him that he's Left his jacket In the hotel room Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um that scene is that great. Scene, I mean, but that the, scene
0: also goes in a completely different direction than you expect, right? Like, so she shoots through the door. They hear the sirens, like, in the distance.
1: Yeah, because she calls the cops, yeah. And then they leave. They're gone. Well, they go up top on the on the cliff or the hill yeah, above.
0: But imagine seeing that for the first time, though. Like,
1: yeah, that's it. That's, not, let, that's, that's not what you're <laughs>
0: expecting. Like, I don't know, James, what do you think? Like,.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you you think that they leave and you then you find or, out that they're up on the hill, yeah.
0: Yeah, or they're Brinici. hiding around a corner or they're doing something, you
2: know. Brinici. I didn't yeah, I didn't think they actually just left. No. I mean, but you don't expect them to be that would be the end of the movie then. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> That's you, it. You <laughs> it all wraps up nicely from there. Yeah.
0: You don't expect them to be like fucking like you know, green brace snipers.
1: No. Yeah, Bonicio's got the sniper rifle. The cops come. Nikki Cat and Tay Diggs show up, and then he starts sniping stuff. And when she's going for the cop car, and he's like, "Watch oh. it!" And he's like, "If I want to hit her, I hit her. If I want to miss, miss yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah."
0: And that's actually a really fucking cool scene where, like, it it, it shoots all around her, and then uh, they shoot Nikki Cat. Yeah. And you think he's
1: dead? And Abner but, gets, takes a round in that scene as well.
0: Yeah, but he 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 alludes to the fact that he's not going to kill Nikki Cat by saying, "If I want to kill, you know, if I want to shoot her, I shoot her." Right. Like, like you think that like, oh, he just killed this guy, but yeah. obviously he wouldn't because he's like too smart. So he like shoots him to injure him so he can get information out of
1: him. Right. right. As Tay Diggs gets away with. Robin at that point takes her out of there and they go, they go to uh, that hotel. But yeah. So then the torturing of Nikki cat. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal, but also fun. Also fun. He's just well, like so very
2: western. <laughs> very western. Yeah, western. But, yeah. And just yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna James. slash your eyeballs,
1: and then if you start to pass out, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking pour gasoline in them Like make sure you stay uh, awake.
0: But I Jesus. Like the fact that he also says that like this is the only time I'm gonna ask you this question, as in like yeah. whatever you do after this, even if you give me the right answer, I'm still gonna do this to you. Right? Yeah. Like, does so he, say he lied to me. He says, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Ryan Felipe says, like, this is the only time I'm, The only time I'm going to ask you this question. So like, it, to me, what I got from that was, uh, if later on you tell me the truth and I find it out, I'm still going to do this to you because you shouldn't have lied the first time. Which is so much more scary to me
1: i didn't uh that's take it that way but that's the way i took it but yeah um but yeah the barbed wire like in his wrapped around his wrists and they're like stretching him out with that, with that fucking
0: well, yeah we thought uh we thought cyborg was fucked up
1: <laughs> well i mean well, cyborg yeah. is the better movie <laughs> well yeah obviously uh, cl- uh, clearly
0: This all really pushes us. It just pushes us forward towards the uh, the final shootout scene that we get at the the whorehouse.
1: So fucking good. I mean,
0: this shootout is on
2: par with
1: name it. it. Any any classic. I mean, it is a classic old west fucking shootout, right? Like,
2: yeah, it reminds me of the end scene in the Wild Bunch. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's so well done. It's there's so many angles and the I love how the way they cut between the rooms and you, you kind of like you've no sense of where anything actually is for a lot of it.
1: Oh, I don't know. I got a I well, I, I feel like I got a sense of the geography, the general geography. Uh having watched the movie a bunch of times. Like I guess like inside it's true. You, inside you're, it's not exactly clear how the hallways are laid out or something. But no, I think
0: what I mean more is like you you don't have a sense of how large everything is of where people are, right? So there's not a scope of like, oh, they have to go from here to here. They kind of just yeah. keep running into bad guys. Like well, they just in, need
1: in, to yeah. they just need to get into the fountain so they can get that <laughs> huge pile of cash. <laughs> they need to get I that, like- s-
2: that cheddar. I like how they're all—they're uh, all old guys.
1: Yeah, I, James AI, Conn I brought that. a whole like crew of fucking the Magnificent Seven, but you know, yeah. from the so retirement that, home. <laughs> the pathetic that scene
2: when they when they start that that gunfight where he shoots him in the foot. That that started from I guess they did like so many takes oh, of yeah. that, and they just these guys couldn't. Hide or be out of the camera view enough. Yeah. So they just, that's how they did it. They just shot him in the foot (laughs) and then.
1: That's good stuff. That's
2: how they started it
1: the i like the bit um where they're now once they're outside and they're shooting and having to shoot out with the old guys that one guy's like pinned behind that column and they're both just like <laughs> taking yeah. so many Crouching shots down. so many bullets i mean i appreciate that they take the time to show them reloading although i don't know where they're getting all these clips from but well, uh,
0: they they show that um is it parker yeah it's he he's got that like that it's Fanny, got like a fanny pack. pack yeah with shotgun yeah. shells
1: in it yeah
0: yeah but um yeah there's these guys that are just like shooting and shooting and shooting and then James Kahn is you you get this sense of um there's all this cannon fodder with these like you know henchmen if mm-hmm. you want to call them that right and then there's James Kahn, who like knew he was calling all of these guys in probably to die. Like he, he seems, he's very, Maybe. he's very ma- I mean, he's very he's wi- matter of fact about everything.
1: He's willing. Um, I mean, I, I don't think he's the kind of guy who callously throws people in to die. Like he doesn't strike me as that way, no, but, but he's, he's willing to do what like. it takes in this situation because his daughter is the we as we learn is the one who's the surrogate mother
0: yeah, which is just, I yeah. love. I, I mean, that's probably something that I I think a lot of people would hate, but
1: I I love that part. and I think we'll get to that in a second. Well, it's but, not explicitly stated either at any point. Uh, it's just it just they just tell you through. Expl- no, well, it's, obvious. Obvious. it's pretty obvious. It's obvious well, see, right, through uh, now, the scenes, but they don't say. The Leonardo is lying, bleeding out, and he's like, "You can look at. You, you can just look for a second and see family as family." Yes, but I'm just saying in the movie, in the text of the movie, they don't actually tell Uh, you at any point. The way they hold hands, I think. Yes, there's lots of things to tell you that it is. I'm saying the movie never says this is the case. (laughs) Shave your beard. Fuck yourself. You make make me sick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, it's one of those things that's just you have to understand it. In fact, yeah. I think they go a little bit overboard in that way because they show the doctor do a, like a turnaround at the end and look at James Conn like, oh, uh, he realizes. He do a, oh, he doesn't do a
0: turnaround. He walks past them and they look at each other.
1: No, at the en- at the very end, he's leaving to head towards the ambulance with Robin, and then he turns back and looks at James Conn, and he like realizes, oh, this is oh, fucking I didn't dad. Get that." Um, which I was just like, oh, I don't think he needed that one extra beat, yeah, con- yeah. considering and all the you other. Get
0: the, you get the, uh, the, monologue at the end where Longbow says to Parker,
1: like, "What would you say to God?" Right. We well, they brought that up earlier. <laughs> he yeah. says, "I'm going to tell him I was framed," which is <laughs> the yeah. best fucking line ever.
0: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it. I don't yeah. know, man. I just fucking love. I love this movie. I just love it. Like, um, um, I know. I know a lot of people don't love this movie. Uh, they think it's maybe trash and it's overwrought or whatever. But to me, it's just. It's always going to be on my my list of uh,
1: of top films. We didn't talk about him jumping into the glass. You mentioned it earlier, kind well, of. I was too. gonna
0: say, like, do we want to talk about a couple scenes that just like really stand out? So I, I want to talk about uh, 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 my first two are the uh, Benicio del Toro scenes. Um, there's one at the original uh, kidnapping, where he's sh- firing a shotgun, and he uh, he fires, and then he puts the shotgun down and then walks away in this mm. incredibly cool manner.
1: <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then there's, the other one is a bit of acting when they're watching the VHS tape
1: in the... When he covers his eye? He covers his eye. Doing some cigarette acting. <laughs>
0: and I actually feel like I, um, not intentionally, but possibly, like, subconsciously intentionally, do try to do stuff like that in my own <laughs> actual life. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, that's how much it resonated with me. Uh, like I just mean, he, the,
1: he, the guy's just got instincts t- to play the character in such a manner. Like, I don't know. He's fantastic. I, I feel like
0: he wrote his own, he, he wrote his own, like, Magnus Opus. Like, he just is... Oh, I'm sure is, he was
1: just making choices, and that's what you see in oh, the he movie. Was. Well, <laughs> if you
0: listen to the director's commentary... He is definitely in charge of everything he does. <clears throat> yeah,
2: like, yeah, I'm. I'm sure it's just the director saying, "Okay, in this scene, this is your interaction. You just do whatever you think." It's even more than that.
0: That Benicio del Toro brought so much of what this film is to Christopher McQuarrie. Like, oh, I see. Like he actually is like the driving force behind the movie, um, and a, that's the way I interpreted what Mm. I have listened to up to the point that I have listened to it and and can remember it. Um, but he is, yeah, like he's
1: another little funny moment with him. Uh, once, once they've come in and the doctor is doing the C-section on Robin and he's like zoned out kind of in shock (laughs) and Benicio is like waving in front of him. Oh, so good. And then pinches his fucking (laughs) eyebrow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's cut. I love that scene because the 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 thing we've seen a, a hundred times in in movies is they put their finger or they push like a bullet wound, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. But like this is such a simple action, which is so relatable. Like to have like.
1: <laughs> well, it's where he got pistol whipped earlier by them, right? <laughs> the bandit yeah, is yeah. there.
0: <laughs> but I I feel like it's just so much more relatable to just be like, oh yeah, like that would like that would hurt
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't know like it's hard to pick a favorite scene. I mean the whole shootout at the end I really think is fantastic um, but but almost every scene in the movie to me is executed in a manner that it would be hard for me to like say that there was a better way to do it.
0: yeah when, when Ryan Felipe th- jumps into that fountain and gets gets stabbed, the glass in the arm glass in, in the arm. pretty gnarly so perfectly done
2: yeah (laughs) it's one of those you know they're pulling the glass he's he's pulling the glass out and he's like throwing almost like throwing up yeah so (laughs) much pain
1: and then i love it after that because he's reloading his handgun with his fucking mouth like he's pulling the clip out with his mouth because his other arm is all fucked up so yeah yeah totally
0: (laughs) and i think that's like an if there was, a, if we had a list on our website, we should probably we should start making it. Which is best, like realistic or like what we cool like <laughs> gun scenes. This mm-hmm. movie is just like filthy with them.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of Heat in that regard. In that, in that, the, the gunfights feel, you know, they're obvi- obviously they're cinematic, but but they feel more real world than. A lot of the types of action movies that we watch there's
0: so much weight in these scenes that they feel more i don't even want to say realistic they just feel more real Mm -hmm. i know that almost is the same thing but it's not you know what i mean um it, it just feels like it hits home a bit more yeah yeah
1: yeah uh I don't know if there, what else I got to say. I mean, I, I think it's fantastic. I don't. If you haven't seen it, if you're out there listening to this and you haven't seen it, yeah, I mean, you definitely should find a way to watch yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you definitely need to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I love this fucking movie. I'm so glad that we watched it. Um, I think the, a big question is uh, we have t- we have two big things to talk about. One is, uh, does this go on the
1: list? Uh, I think you can make an argument for why it should go on the list. You know, I don't in my mind it's not an action movie, it's a crime movie. But there's a lot of action in it, and I I think it it can go on the list and I, I wouldn't have a problem with it.
2: James, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's more a crime movie, but that being said, the action scenes that are in this movie are just really well done. So it's kind of hard to argue that it's not an action movie. But
0: as the person who picked this film, I'm going to say, let's put it on the list.
2: All right. Going on the list.
0: Oh, fuck. Well, this changes everything. So this movie by us is rated. Oh, James, why don't you go first
2: for your rating? Alright, my rating... My reaction's a 9, overall 7.6.
1: Dustin? My reaction's a 9, my overall score is an 8.4. And mine is a mm-hmm. 9 and a 9.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so this gives it a... Jesus Christ, an
2: 8.3. 8.3. So that makes it tied... With The Wild Bunch and Aliens. So, The Wild Bunch is 11 and Aliens is 12. <laughs>
1: I want to go first. Okay.
0: I want to go first, even though this is my film. Um, I love this movie. I think it's 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 amazing. Uh, I think it's incredibly underrated and I don't know what my ratings for the Wild Bunch and aliens are off the top of my head. but I want to put this below them. Uh, I think that it, it just it, it's not as important as those films and hmm. it's not quite as good. I think the concepts are as good. Sometimes I feel think feel they might even be better at certain points. But I just I I think that uh, reverence should be given where where reverence is uh, deserved.
1: Yeah, that's well said. I think I agree with you. Uh, I think I would put it after both of them, and and like you said, it, it's not as important a movie as those two. Um, and so even though I do love it a lot, I think you would I would put it behind both of them as well.
2: Yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a surprising good movie that is high on our list because it's that good but yeah i don't think it should go ahead of wild bunch or aliens so it well me personally shouldn't go ahead of the raid which is number 13 but ouch you know that that cuts deep i mean that's
1: such a hard thing to break down because we're talking action movies in terms of sheer action in my mind the raid would go ahead of it in terms of which movie is better the Way of the Gun is a better fucking movie, <laughs> so that's tough.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is this is a thing that we. This is why I say this is our imperfect, the imperfect list, right? Yeah. But like, I I also feel like no one's out there trying to make this list the way that we are trying to do it. You know, like. <laughs> we're 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 doing our best every every week.
1: We're trailblazers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, we're troubled. I feel like I'm I
0: would say I'm more.
2: I, I'm a Jesus type. Right, yeah. yeah. Messiah figure. And definitely John. John's the savior.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm a Christ, I'm a Christ
0: figure.
1: I wonder, I don't like you.
0: Oh, Dustin, calm down.
1: Uh, you and uh, your rock. All right. You and oh, your rock Are you going to you you do your Are you going to do your box office? Uh?
0: All right. So this came out a uh, domestic week, uh, two thousand thirty-six. Holy shit! There were three movies in the top. Three new movies in the top ten that week.
1: I'm going a bet. Oh yeah. Come Go ahead, Dustin. I was going to say, I'm going to bet that Way of the Gun wasn't one of the top three movies.
0: No, I will say, somehow it it eked into the top ten. It's definitely not number one. Uh, No, this movie was a a box office disaster, I believe. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, No one saw it, except for me and my... I NH- did <laughs> N- 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 Me, me, Dustin, and my uh, My my two
1: <laughs> Your lithium buddies
0: Lithium-induced, yeah But there was no one in the theater when I saw this film Alright, so number one Is a movie uh, Dustin, do you remember this film? Let me give you a clue Ba-ba-ba-ba.
1: Ba-ba-ba-ba. I'll read the I'll...
0: That's your read clue this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna this One this. hell of a clue uh,
0: David is a serial killer of young women Joel Was in charge of catching him in LA He moved to Chicago A broken man So did David And sends him photos of his next victims 24 hours after the murders
1: Jesus I don't know what that is Seems like it should be easy But
0: If you told me those words Mm-hmm. I would be like, you're a fucking idiot.
1: It seems like a synopsis that I should remember, but I don't. Tell me one tell me one person that's in it or something. James Spader. James Spader. Oh, shit. Marissa Tomei. Oh, okay. Now I thought I was onto something, but I don't. I don't know. This is the number Ke- one movie?
0: Keanu Reeves.
1: Oh, The Watcher? Yep. Wow. Yeah, Keanu Reeves as a serial killer. That's right.
0: That was the number one movie. This is a weird movie. I,
1: I did watch that movie. I didn't remember Marissa Tomei was in it.
0: Yeah, number two was oh, this is a pretty interesting movie. Comedy about a widow's post traumatic obsession with soap star with a soap star.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't, Joe, I'm is, I'm James, what do you this got is, for me? This is the I new game we're gonna play. I got nothing. I'm a gonna widow's, lose this game. A every widow's time. obsession
1: with a soap star.
2: Yeah. Starring. This is
1: starring 2000.
0: Morgan Freeman.
1: <laughs> Renée Zellweger. Feet. Oh, was it Nurse Betty? It is, Dustin.
2: Oh. Fuck yeah, man. Not not surprised, Dustin. Dustin, <laughs>
0: just fucking slamming it.
2: Was Greg Kinnear uh, in that too? Yeah, Hitting dongers out of the park.
0: Greg <laughs> no, great Yeah, Greg here is in it.
2: Yeah, I saw and that movie too.
0: Aaron Eckhart. Uh, then we got number three, uh, down from number one. One of my all time favorites. I fucking love this movie. Bring it on.
1: <laughs> it's Bring already it been brought in.
0: Have you guys ever seen this movie?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I bring it up. Yeah.
0: I love this movie. Um it's pretty, then it's pretty the, good.
1: Then we got The Cell. The Cell. I saw that too in the theater. I saw <laughs> that in the theater.
0: Oh, did you guys you saw that at uh fucking uh what's it called? Town what's Cinema? No, no, I saw the other one.
1: Oh, what? Cineplex?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh Space Cowboys, What Lies Beneath, Space the Art Cowboys. of War. The original Kings of Art of comedy. War
1: I saw in theater too Man I saw a lot of these In the theater Number nine The Way of the Gun There you go Debuting at nine What was ten
0: <laughs> uh, Down from number three Highlander Endgame
1: Ooh I saw that In the theater too Holy shit I went to a lot of movies Back then Yeah
0: Man Fun fucking movie
1: Yeah Great one now let's uh let's wrap it up but james you gotta tell us what what we're watching next for fuck it all month
2: <clears throat> well we are we are gonna take a journey my friends we're um, to face off again <laughs> no face off redux no. no no thank you should be homeward, um, homeward bound n- you know no and stitch i watched that a couple of years ago homeward bound again <laughs> and uh doesn't hold yeah. up Lilo no.
0: and Stitch might have the most deaths Lilo like, and Stitch. on the screen of any movie.
1: Lilo and Stitch? It,
0: no, 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 what's the one? Milo, Milo and Otis? Otis. Milo and Otis. Sorry. Lilo and Stitch.
2: <laughs> Fuck. Uh-huh.
0: Sorry. Yeah, Milo and Otis.
2: Uh... Um, yeah, so we're going to watch uh, a Peter Jackson movie. Oh, boy. Pacific
0: Rim. Gonna...
2: We're... We're gonna watch Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive. Holy Yeah, shit, James. I was kind
1: of wondering if you might choose that movie.
2: Uh, I just, I I just have to.
1: Yeah, good choice. Yeah,
2: that's fun, man. Movie fucking rules. It's gonna rolls. be, it's gonna be a good one.
0: I don't think Excellent. this movie's gonna make
1: it on the list. No, it's not. Well, an there's action a, movie. there's a lot of death. In it, <laughs> there's so. a lot of death that counts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out at actionactionpodcast.com. Please uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, uh, download our podcast on your mom's phone. We'll see you next week.